2: This is a crowd podcast. This episode is sponsored by... Return of the Rat, Andrew Hanretti. To be more like Andrew, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show... And become an official sponsor today.
1: You're listening to the Marla Show. It isn't on the radio... It's a podcast fool, you listen anywhere you go,
2: The Joe Mala Show. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Joe Marla, this is Tom Fordyce.
1: Tom Tom, Tommy Tom Tom, how are you? Joe, 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 I'm going to play a game today. You want to play a game? The name of this game is How Many is too many. Can you please sing me a theme tune for this new game? How many is too many?
2: How, 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 how many, how, how, how many is, is too many? How, 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 how many is too many? How, how many is too many? How, how many, is too many? Many, 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 men.
1: <laughs> Our guest today on How Many is Too Many is the England Loosehead prop Joe Myler. welcome Joe Marler to "How Many Is Too Many." Your first question on "How Many Is Too Many?" Bacon sandwiches.
2: Oh, okay. How many's too many?
1: That's the name of the game.
2: Four. Four's too many. Five's too many. I could do four.
1: Joe, how many is too many? Tracksuits.
2: Oh, there isn't. There isn't. It's endless. That's finite. You know, infinite and finite. Remember that argument we've had before? It's finite.
1: The opposite of infinite, then. Um, Question number three, Joe. How many is too many packets of crisps eaten in bed?
2: Right, I see where this is going. Now, I'll tell you what I'm going to do with your (laughs) shitty little game. I'm going to stop it right there, and I'm going to (laughs) go, fuck off. Come up with a better game next time, dickhead. (laughs) Especially... consider. I'm feeling really... I'm really fat at the moment, Tom really really fat are you like christmas was ages ago why have i not lost it now have you carried on eating i'd say so days um she did uh she did 40 days without crisps bless her (laughs) heart
1: that would be a great netflix show (laughs) what's the longest you've ever gone without eating a crisp
2: you're doing it again you're doing it again (laughs) you're twisting the 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 narrative to suit your attack on my way, even though I've just opened up to you and said I've got a massive rubber ring around my goot that my kids really, really enjoy punching and using as some sort of wobble board. I'll be honest with you, Tom. I can't remember the last time I went longer than a day without eating a crisp and or some form of chocolate. Joe, no, 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 Right i'm gonna reverse it on you now tom you know like in Step Brothers when they go they go for that interview in suits and then they go no how about we interview you and i quite like the thought of that so i'm <laughs> gonna do it to you how many is too many piercings on me or someone else on you
1: four. how many is too many pairs of pants I'm asking too many supplementary questions. I'd like to know whether you mean, in general, that I'm owning or that I'm wearing on one particular day. One particular day. Three. Fucking
2: hell, you change pants three times a day.
1: Is that what happens? Joe, I'm going to turn the tables on you turning the tables and ask you, how many is too many hours with Ben Young's?
2: Or it depends what's in the room. If there's contraband in the room, anything longer than 15 minutes is too long. For him to spend in there because he will and then he'll be gone like a little beaver just eating eating loads of wood and then building a dam and that's what he does he eats all the contraband goes back to his room throws it up and builds a dam in his bath and <laughs> pretends to be a beaver he even puts <laughs> he even puts a beaver hat on and he demands that people call him the beaver so that is my answer
1: joe before we have too many how many is too many i'm going to ask you one more how many is too many children like
2: i want to be what are they called the sandfords no that's a cider uh days what's the name of that uh family 22 kids and counting the radfords you heard of the radfords they got 22 kids yeah and i'm like how how does that work how does that work? They've got this house. They've got 11-bedroom house. He's a baker. Like, he's legit. How do they... It blows my mind. Bedtime with four, mate, is mental. Bed... You know full well. Bedtime with two is probably mental. But imagine doing bedtime with 22. 22! Now, I know all of them, like, some of them have grown up and they can help and they just, oh, fuck off. So you only, you know, narrow it down a bit to 12. you still got to do 12 kids' bedtimes. Mental not having it that's too many how many how 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 many is is too many how 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 many is too many how how many is too many
1: many many men many men (laughs) but we do have news joe exciting news because we're doing our first ever live show right this
2: is legit is it it's a real it's happening real life live live show and it's not just like a life drawing show it's actually us doing a live show not naked potentially naked with real people
1: coming three key elements here joe number one we have a venue the clapham grand in london number two we have a date tuesday september the 27th 2022 number three joe tickets go on sale this very Friday. So easy to buy them. The link is in the episode description for this exact episode. Oh, help me. Listen, we can only really book guests if people buy tickets, mainly because it would be really awkward when we book Adele and then we have to phone her up the day before and go, Adele, do something else. Um, we don't really want to book Adele if there's only going to be five people. So this is sort of on our listeners, really, isn't it? Because if they want it to be good... If they want there to be more live shows in different parts of the country in different days of the year, we need people to show up, buy tickets, bring your mates, make a massive night of it. Yeah. I, oh God, I'm, I've got butterflies
2: in my tummy. Not because I've eaten them. I'm talking about the metaphorical ones because I'm <laughs> slightly nervous and excited by this. Right. It's actually happening in Clapham on the 27th of September. Oh, I'm getting my hair done this summer. I'll have thick hair. I'll have thick hair by then. Are you? Oh, okay. Almost there. Right, we need a tagline for it. What's the tagline? Every every live like event needs a tagline, like uh, Tyson Fury versus Dillian White, battle of the battle of the Britons, or uh,
1: uh, Argentina versus England, Falklands. Well, away from international politics, Joe, I've noted a couple of major tours also taking place this year. The Billie Eilish one, her show is called Happier Than Ever, which I guess is a slightly sarky one. Bieber, Justin, he's doing a tour, it's called Just This. Gaga is doing something called, I don't understand this one, Joe, the Chromatica Ball. What's what's a Chromatica Ball? No, well, it's actually a play on words um, because
2: everything's going to be chrome, um, you know, like when they tinfoil <laughs> people's houses when they leave? Yeah. So they've done that to her show, and they have also going to have
1: massive balls around. So that's why they call it the Chromatica Ball. Got it, because that was one of my ideas for our show. What are we going to call
2: our one? What about... Uh, the Jamala Show presents the greatest night of our lives. Uh, that's a bit too... No, we can't call it that. That's That will get done for fraud. What's it when you advertise something that isn't real? False advertising. I'd say that's probably accurate in how you describe false advertising, yes.
1: Come on, come up with something better then. Well, maybe more accurate would be the Joe Marla Show presents one of the better nights of our lives, but that doesn't really sell it, does it? Gargoyle's not going to go for that. So I'm quite happy to go, Joe, for the greatest night of our lives.
2: Mm. I'm with you. We'd we'll probably have to go for that to try and sell it, and that's the thing. Dress it up a bit, but you're right. It's going to be the Joe Miler Show presents an evening that could go either way. It could be all right. It could be bad, like really bad. Uh, but alternatively, there's a really small chance of it being real, and the gre- and and the greatest show of your life. But we're not going to fit that on a flyer
1: are we? No, we're not, Joe. Shall we recap the details for people who have become bored of our chat? Um, the show is on September the 27th at the Clapham Grand in London. Tickets go on sale when? This very Friday. And we need you to buy them, otherwise it will be quite shit. If you buy tickets, we will put loads of effort in, Joe, won't we? And we will make it as good as we possibly can.
2: What if no one turns up? Do you think Steve would come? If he doesn't come, I will frog him. I will put him in the boot of my car in a frog position, having tied his (laughs) legs and his hands together behind his back and stuffed him in the boot of my polo so it's quite confined as well. So he fucking better be there.
1: Okay, so very much stick rather than carrot for Steve. Um, I mean, we could always just open the doors and just get people off the street to come in, tell them there's free food or something.
2: But what happens when there's not free food?
1: We've shut the doors.
2: It's getting creepier by the minute. What, we <laughs> lock in the doors. People come in, we, we bribe them with food, and then there's no food, and we've locked the doors, and then we're like, you sit here and listen to the
1: shower of shit we call our podcast. Also, because Steve is a, in a frog position in the boot of your polo, we'd have no running order, and we wouldn't know what we would do.
2: This really is sounding like it's going to be the greatest night of our
1: lives. <laughs> We need to keep working on this, Joe. In the interim, should we get a guest on? Let's get a guest on. Our guest today is John, and
2: he's a a submariner, a submariner. What? How am I saying that, Tom?
1: I'm going to point this question, Joe, to our guest today, John. John, submariner, submariner, or somewhere in between? Submariner.
2: Sub. Why is it not submariner? I don't really know. Actually,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I should probably be able to answer that. Actually,
2: but... marina, like Brighton Marina, spelled. Differently. Brighton. With a, yeah, with an A. <laughs> then the, yeah, it's an A on the end. Or oh, maybe that's why. Oh, a submariner. Whenever I think of submarin, I think of a uh, meatball... I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> meatball marinara. How long? Foot long? Obviously. Yeah. Double cheese. Yeah. Southwest sauce. I'll have some salad in it. I'll put some gherkins in it. Might even put a little bit of a sweet corn. Would you? Yeah. Sorry, John. Uh, so you work on submarines,
0: then, do you? I do, yeah. So I work on uh, Vanguard-class submarines based out of Faslane, which is west of Scotland.
2: You might have just described the exact storyline of Vigil, which is my only reference to submarines, that and the yellow submarine sung by <laughs> that famous band they were out of scotland is are the submarines just out of scotland then
0: uh so there's they, they operate from two places in, in the uk so they op- operate from Faslane uh and from uh, from plymouth as well or davenport as, as it's known that's the naval base's name but vigil i wouldn't hold that in too high regard Ooh. for accuracy more than anything great drama don't get me wrong but um so bullshit. you're
2: telling me you've never been stuffed in a missile chamber <laughs> <laughs> with it locked and then it filled with water.
0: Strangely enough, no. It's, it's,
2: it's I just part of the I just assumed that was part of your training. <laughs> you can't possibly be a real submariner if you, until you've done that. What do you do on the submarines? Uh, what, like, s-
0: what are you? So I'm a marine engineer officer. So, um, that's powered by nuclear reactors essentially. Um, so we have a nuclear reactor which I will watch, keep on, and and maintain uh, as well as all the systems that are downstream of that. So we use a reactor to eat steam. The steam turns turbines. Turbines turn the propulsor. And that pushes us through the water.
1: Don't take this the wrong way, John, but as soon as you said nuclear reactor, I was envisaging you as Homer Simpson. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, the control
0: room's... The the place that we control it from, if you look at the opening scene, it's, it is banks of buttons and, and lights and... communication. 2D? And indication. Not in 2D. Right. I'm not yellow. Okay. Are you allowed donuts? <laughs> You're allowed donuts. Yeah, yeah. Nice.
1: Do you know what I thought, Joe, as well? When John walked in, I was expecting him to be paler than he is. Because They're not think... vampires, mate. No, but when did they see the... Well, well, I'm asking you this question. How often do you see the sun, John?
0: Uh, so a V-boat patrol can be anything upwards of, uh, of three months, really. Um, and you'll you'll go out, remain undetected for that period of time, and then and then come back in, so you don't surface. But you do get vitamin D tablets, which will sort of supplement the lack of sunlight that you get while you're away.
2: You can also get. Um, I've heard from a mate because clearly you can see I'm very pasty. Mm. Uh, he injects thingy in his tummy. Food dye. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what it's called, but it's like fake tan. Like Is it? Fake tanning yeah, collagen. In, it's like collagen. it changes that. It's a bit orangey. And He does it through injections like a diabetic pen. And I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, mate, fucking great. You know, it's got, I was like, okay, fair enough. I don't see why you should be putting that shit in here when you could just drink Sunny D. That, yeah. that turned us a it strange did. shape, uh, colour. Um, you said you thought of Homer Simpson as soon as you heard nu- the word nuclear. I thought of, what the fuck? <laughs> You're on a machine, a big fucking vessel. That's being powered by a nuclear reactor. I know it might sound really silly to you, Tom. Why the fuck don't you just use petrol or, like, something normal that so, can't just blow the fuck up?
0: Yeah, so the whole point is that you're self-sustained while you're away. So if you use petrol, you, you have to get rid of the exhaust fumes somehow.
2: He's got a really, really good point there. So. Why didn't I think, why did you let me say that question out loud? Fuck. <laughs> of course, yeah. Where's, the, where's all the fumes going? Surely you can have exhaust. No, that'll kill the fish. Fucking hell, I haven't really fought this through.
0: If you have to exhaust fumes, they, they're also hot and create loads of noise. So when you do that, you can then be detected.
2: What is the point of a submarine? Protection. Are you trying to protect this country?
0: Yeah, so V-Boat submarines, we maintain what we call CASD, so continuous at sea deterrent. We've done it for the last 54 years now, so 1968 there's always been... One boat on patrol since 1968, at all times, 365 days a year, every year since then. Carrying Trident nuclear weapons, uh, which maintains our deterrence, essentially, against other countries who would be interested in having a nuclear arsenal.
1: How big is this thing that's going undetected?
0: 150 metres long, and it's 16,000 tonnes.
2: 150 metres long? Yeah. How the fuck are you hiding that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're very quiet. You never see it, it's black, and, and, and you dived. But uh, it's more listening for it. That's the concern. It's what makes a noise? Heard. There's lots of running machinery on board, um, but it's all designed to be as quiet as possible. Um, so we do our best to sit, stay quiet throughout.
1: Do you have to whisper for the whole three
0: months? You're not allowed to bang around. If you were to run up and down a ladder, you you would get a bollocking for it. A <laughs> but a very quiet bollocking. A very quiet <laughs> bollocking at the time, yeah.
2: This is me issuing you with your final written warning. You absolute belittle little prick. Um it's right. just blowing my mind I'm really sorry this happens sometimes <laughs> all the, a lot of the time this submarine or a submarine has been on duty since 1968 did yeah, you say for 365 days of the year constantly up until this very point yep and that is to protect us or deter other nations from attacking us yeah essentially that is mental and you've had a crew working on is it been the same boat or a different boat? No, there's... so
0: we, we rotate through, through the submarine. So we've got four Vanguard-class submarines at the moment. So that's Vanguard, Victorious, Vigilant and Vengeance. They will rotate through patrols, so one will leave before the other one comes back to make sure there's always one on patrol. It's not just been those four boats. There have been previous boats that have been decommissioned since. But, yeah, we've, we've been on a continuous patrol since 1968. Just say those four
2: names again for me.
0: Uh, Vanguard, Victorious... Vigilant and Vengeance.
2: What what have you noticed out of those four names, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> what would you call the next one, John? <laughs> uh, I, I presume none of those four, but you call them boats, do you? Yeah. None of those four boats have, like, got sponsorship on them or anything. No, no. Because you don't want to be detected. you can see them anyway. No, no, it's fine, yeah. <laughs> Terrible sponsor. But I would probably, if I was to, like, get a job in the Navy, take over, like, the commercial side of things... Is there a commercial arm to the Navy?
0: Well, there's a social media arm. Okay, I'm
2: head of social media for the Navy. The first thing I'm doing is renaming Vanguard. I'll have a chat with a certain company that begins with V. And I will say, say, we will rename one of our four patrol boats after your company in return for six million pounds. Um, And it's the greatest, you know, like Sports Direct Mm. renamed St. James's Park or that lot and all that dog shit names. I will change Vanguard to Vagisil (laughs) and I'll get your welcome from the British public because six million... Would that touch I'd start higher and see... Higher. Okay, uh, we'll go a billion. Too high? Is it still HMS Vagisil? HMS Vagisil. And in order to join HMS Vagisil, you... (laughs) <laughs> Do you want me to
1: ask a different question? I'd really like you to, thanks <laughs> yeah, This line of questioning might get a bit carried away John, what is the longest you could conceivably stay down there if you had to? Uh,
0: so the only thing that you're limited by when you're away is food I couldn't tell you how long we store for But the yeah. only thing that you are limited by is food And medication, really because obviously if people have got medication they need to take, you have to take a certain number
2: of that. Where are you getting your oxygen from?
0: Do you make it yourself? So we use electrolysis. So we, we separate water into hydrogen and oxygen. We keep the oxygen and uh, and pump that back into the atmosphere. And then we get rid of the CO2 that, that's created as
1: people breathe and, and exercise, etc.
2: Fuck, that's cool. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Fucking great. Although I'm not sure about the carbon footprint on that one.
1: These men have got to breathe jar. I think that's where we need to... And
0: women. It is women. Women have been on submarines, I'd have to fact check, but I think since 2014.
2: That late? Yeah. you taking a piss? 2014? We weren't set why, We're why not before?
1: They have separate quarters, do they?
0: They do. They have a separate bunk space, essentially, and a separate section of the, the shower facilities and bathroom to the other guys. I bet theirs
1: is better than the men's in terms of smells. You ever done that, Joe? You ever use a women's toilet rather than a man's toilet because it'd be cleaner? Regularly? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, really regularly. It's just nicer, isn't
2: it? Well, most of the time when we go to hotels, like the areas we we have sectioned off, the toilets aren't ever really sectioned off. They're still available to public. But because they can see a whole big group of rugby players, they don't tend to use those toilets. So I always take the chance. And then I worry, you know, but they do smell lovely. Um, There's no urinals in there. Guaranteed a cubicle. Guaranteed a cubicle. And then if someone does come in, you just wait. (laughs) Just wait until they go and hope that they haven't pretended to go, in order to double check that they've right, actually seen you go in. That'd be a bit of a shock. <laughs> and you get out and you go, "Fucking, I no, don't go in there." And you're like, "Oh no, this is bad."
1: This episode is sponsored by Walk On, Walk On. It's Andy Walker under the sea. Sebastian Schlossky. He's not Everme. He's our brother. It's Duncan Everme. War. Huh. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Hello, Ben Wharton. The Birch Khalifa, Alan Burj. David, the Gammon. Andrew John, Hampstead Heath. The Real McKay and the Mackay. Eric, the Wendy Rhino. Greg, the Eagle Edwards. Kel Surprese, it's Richard Calloway. John Walton Disney. And, aha, uh-huh. Marcus Partridge. To be more like all of them, go to patreon.com forward slash Show. Become an official sponsor and grow the show today. Um, three months
2: away at a time. You make your own oxygen. The, the food's the only, and the medicine is the one that you need topping up on. What about things like TV or the internet or
0: yeah? So you, you signal.
2: Where how the fuck are you getting signal down so you, there?
0: So you don't. You don't have any of that. So you you have a TV and you, you have hard drives with films, etc. But there's no Netflix. There's no Facebook. There's no. Instagram things like that, yeah. So you, you you come back and find that your phone goes absolutely mental with uh, how many with messages all
1: them. have you have you had when you
0: you come back three? <laughs> 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 it can go into the hundreds if you're on the stupid WhatsApp groups that just get filled with oh, track, those ones yeah then uh, then you come back with,
2: with mute with group. I
1: would be the last thing I did yeah. before I got on board. Yeah, exactly. I'm
2: guessing if that can't that must be a really really fine print with trying to recruit modern day people to the Navy now because they couldn't live without fucking Wi-Fi down there for three months. Surely you're, you're getting yeah. less and less people joining the Navy.
0: The guys play a lot of PlayStation and Xbox and things like that. So in the mess, you have you have three messes on board. In each mess, they've got a PlayStation and an Xbox,
1: essentially. Can you find out, John, sporting results? You can.
0: So every day we get um, a, a signal, which is essentially just block capitals on a, on a page and they send out the news to us and things like that. So you can still receive. What you can't do is send. Each week you would get 120 words from, from your family once per week, and that's it. But you can't reply. Your family just got, sort of got to be a bit careful about what they, what they send you as well, because you because that's all you read that's personal each week. You've actually you could interpret it completely different to what the intent behind it was. So, um, but you're not allowed to receive any bad news. And they're
2: so all in capitals, hurt. so you're just assuming that capitals they're, and no punctuation, they're shouting at you. Yeah, yeah. we love you. <laughs> we miss you so much doesn't fucking sound like it It sounds like you're being really mean actually Uh, back to food because i often bring everything back to food what sort of food have you got to take I, i imagine is it similar to going to space
0: there are similarities we do draw similarities with with astronauts um we do it as you would expect a normal ship to do it we we take fresh we use the fresh first the freezer is the size of a living room essentially it's massive and, uh, and we top that up, and then the way that they fill the freezer has to be in order, so because you can't get to the bottom corner once it's full, because it's just a hatch that you open, open on the floor, and it's just filled to the top with, with food. So you just eat as whatever is there at the time. That's your really limiting factor. And then you, you, you can go into space food if you run out of frozen food.
1: What sort of meals are we talking here, John?
0: This is an interesting one, because it's how you determine what day of the week it is. Oh. Um, for example, Wednesday is always curry.
1: Ridiculous why
2: is it not with a w you lot do things like with v's and monday should be meatballs tuesday should be teriyaki chicken wednesday should be wellington beef thursday should be thai curry friday should be fried chicken saturday should be tom i'm looking for you to help me here another s next as well spaghetti sunday should be sunday roast Okay, well,
0: so it's not far off. So Wednesdays, oh. the, Wednesdays the anomaly. Oh, yeah. uh, Friday is Fish Friday. Yeah, yeah. Saturday is Steak Saturday. Oh, um, and Steak Saturday is one of the best days of the week, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and then Sunday is a Sunday roast. And then Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, they just mix it up, whatever they've
2: got. Are you? Could you just take back some of my suggestions? Uh, so yeah, Monday, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Monday was monkfish. No, no, no it was meatballs. <laughs> oh, meatballs. Now <laughs> I want monkfish because right, it's okay. more accessible to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm um, sure we'll just be able to... you know, open one of the hatches grab a monkfish out and then put it in fresh there you go Lovely. uh what did i say tuesday teriyaki. teriyaki chicken tuesday and thai curry fry uh, thursday thanks I'll take that'll be yeah, my yeah, contribution to the navy
0: that and hms vagisil yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> i think hms vagisil is gonna really catch on it um what are you actually doing there so you've said you were uh, an engineer yeah what are your jobs Did you just stick to your unit or do you end up having to do a bit of everything
0: so i i look after everything from the reactor through everything at the back end of the submarine essentially anything that pushes us through the water and steering on a day-to-day when we're when we're actually on patrol um we take it in turns essentially watch keeping on the reactor just to make sure everything's safe uh keeping everything within the tolerances that are allowed and we make making the water for the guys to drink and for the reactor to use and making sure that we can push through the water while the captain and the warfare officers steer us
1: in the direction that they want us to go. Joe, you know when you go for a walk from your house, and you could theoretically walk anywhere from your house, but you tend to do the same one or two little routes? Yeah, darches Wood. yeah. Is it the same when you head off out of port and you think, do you know what, we could go anywhere here? But then you find yourself making the same old loops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my honest answer is I don't know. So what? I, so
0: as a, as a marine engineer, I, I actually will never know where the submarine is when we're on uh, on operations. They don't so, trust you.
2: Yeah, basically, that's it. Yeah, you you're, you're a gossip.
0: Yeah, we're, we're, we're
2: everyone else knows but you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Now they, there's a select number of people on board, so the captain, the navigator, and they, a couple of other warfare officers will know exactly where we are. You could
2: be anywhere in the world. Yeah. Technically, yeah. What? Yeah, we... You know you know the the song Dido. I will go down with this ship. Mm. I won't put my hands up and surrender. You know that one. Mm. How does a captain go down with a submarine ship when it's already down? It's already there. So it's
0: already satisfied the argument, isn't it <laughs> Joey? Right,
2: <laughs> well, we you need to help me think <laughs> before I say you know. stuff out loud. <laughs> I thought that was
1: going to be better than it was. I just wanted an excuse to sing Dido. It's a nice song, Joe. I wonder if at this point we should have some Navy slang. Yeah. Because, John, you've bought an excellent book called Not Enough Room to Swing a Cat. Um, I wonder if the way to do this, Joe, is if John wants to give us a couple of choice naval phrases and we have to guess what they may mean. I reckon that's the best way, Tom. Okay. So, uh, Scran? Scran? Well, you that, I've heard you use Scran. Before, yeah, Scran so you know what is, it is food. Do you know where it comes why from? Is
2: it, uh, Scran... Scran and granny, scran, scranny. Is it a Scottish thing? No, no. Scran it stands scran. for something. It's what?
0: It stands for something.
2: Saw <laughs> S- crush ray. Is it spelled S C R A N? Yeah. yeah. S- Solid. Because you off you might get it. Go on. Sultanas. 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 Sultanas, Sultanas crisps, <laughs> rice crispies, <laughs> apples and noodles.
0: Uh, not quite. Sultanas, currants, raisins and nuts. <laughs> well, that that's a bit for?
2: samey. It is a bit, actually. I don't know how I think about it. It that's is a, a little bit. bit. samey, <laughs> though, so. That's
1: quite fibrous. So if you're in an enclosed space like a submarine and you only ate that, fucking hell. Yeah. Well, that's the next, that brings you on to the next one. Heads. Heads? Yeah. Heads. I'd say I'm going
0: to
2: the heads. That's a dunny, isn't it? That's a toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it? Because you, you go and rip
1: the head of it. <laughs> you leave a turtle's head poking out so in in old uh, (laughs) we've
2: got (laughs) him we've got him yeah we don't actually go to the toilet there we're just there masturbating for hours
0: so in old naval slang um, uh, on an old ship they used to if you needed to go use the toilet you would go at the head of the ship because in a traditional ship uh, with sails the wind would be blowing from behind you so it would carry any smell away from the crew so he's always at the head of the ship. So if you're saying we're going to the heads, you're always going to the It toilet.
1: would carry the smell, but the, the act of the ship going through the water would mean the shits would slide down the side yeah, of the boat. Yeah, probably so. But it'd get washed off eventually. I assume. That's true.
2: So we've got Scran, we've got Head. You don't want to confuse the two. No, <laughs> you <Me> don't. <laughs> what is uh,
0: Norman. I don't actually know where this one comes from. But a what shin- is, a, what a shin- is a Norman?
2: Which, uh, oh, my initial instinct was your knob, but now I'm thinking harder on it. Norman. No, you're Nelly, you're Noggin, no, you're Norman. It's chicken, and then
0: you have different variations of Norman, so you have aquatic Norman, which is <laughs> Fishy fish. chicken? No, it's
2: just fish. Aquatic Norman. <laughs> aquatic Norman! <laughs> Sorry, I thought the purpose of slang
1: was to, like, shorten things. Yeah. If there was
2: it. Instead of fish, you're
1: saying aquatic Norman. So, in the example of Joe's menu, he'd be having teriyaki Norman.
2: Yeah, and if I wanted fish i'd have teriyaki aquatic norman yeah sounds like a nickname for one of my mates doesn't it teriyaki surely norman. you've got a teriyaki norman <laughs> why norman that's fucking weird i'm not i'm not
0: actually too, oh, okay. too sure. there's another okay. there's another one which is christmas norman
2: well it's turkey, turkey. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, uh, and then there's specifically to submarines uh, if you were to, uh, to ask for you for someone to pass you <laughs> something so can you trim that this way so can you trim it yeah so so a submarine we try and keep it as level as possible and in order to do that if the nose starts to rise you would what we call trim using the trim system water forward to aft to counter that so it's movement of of something so you say, can you trim me that
2: coffee cup Are you claustrophobic tom i'm claustrophobic you know i'm claustrophobic mm. i get a bit like you do thingy at at the bottom of rucks and i can't go in proper scanners i can't go in the normal mri ones the yeah. tubes i have to go to the bigger person ones or, or just be drugged up so i can't sleep And watching vigil i had like a semi <laughs> did you, <laughs> did you? <laughs> I, had a mini, <laughs> I had a mini i had a mini heart palpitation when she was locked up in that missile vessel vessel missile top or tube torpedo tube (laughs) much easier because of how enclosed she was but the whole thing even though it's like room, i would fucking lose my nut with the fact that i was stuck inside for three months do you not ever have a moment to yourself where you go fuck i need to get out of here
0: i think you'd be surprised as to how normal it becomes after a while even like for big blocks like i'm i'm six five and and i still get i've got a mate who's six eight who who does it and Tall people are used to ducking, which is good. So small people tend to bang their heads more, um, which is is quite funny to watch. But, yeah, you don't really think about it. It becomes the norm after
1: a while because you do it for that long. So this studio we are recording today is probably two paces by maybe two and a half paces? No. What is it then? That's like, that's three paces. Oh, big difference. (laughs) 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 What I'm saying, John, is that this studio is quite small. On a submarine, how many people will be sleeping in a room of this size? Of this
0: size, nine. You would nine mark yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, so you get nine and then... Where? You, uh, Where? Three high in uh, in bunks on each side. But on, the
2: bunks must be like two inches from it, your nose. Yeah, it's,
0: it's not pleasant. Again, it becomes the norm. You get used to it. Yeah, it just becomes the norm. But yeah, you have in each bunk space, essentially, you will have... you can either turn left or right, and you'll have nine people on one side, nine people on the other side.
2: Got any curtains? Yeah,
0: so you have a curtain. Oh, okay. Everyone's got a privacy curtain. So just a curtain. Just because a the curtain. curtain keeps
2: a just lot of a noise out, doesn't it? Just a curtain. I think, uh, I think you're struggling on a submarine, aren't you, Tom?
1: What you're, about, you're, you get
2: you're a snorer. You're, oh, we're going down the snoring route. Yeah, okay. That is a, a ball ache, and you can't do anything about it. Oh, you surely can't. you can. Why don't you have a snorer section? Good.
0: Not a bad idea, actually. They take that back to Gosses.
2: Mate, the <laughs> amount we're giving to the that's Navy today. <laughs> HMS Vagisil to was a different sort of boat, <laughs> innit <isn't> <laughs> That's outstanding. I was thinking more, you know, three months away, here oh, <sighs> alone. Yeah. I don't think you can have relationships with uh, one another. Definitely. Um, that's frowned upon.
1: What you're trying to say, Joe, is what are the wanking protocols?
2: I would have used uh, the masturbation no, station. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I would have I would set up a masturbation station I guess you get used to a sort of system where you go oh, I'm in I'm in for the night tonight John and you're like yeah cool how long are you in for and you go oh well I'm just going to the scran at the head of the nose and I'll be about half hour he said oh I could do with 45 minutes and then you get used to that is that the sort of uh, sort of chat you have
0: I'm going to get so much shit
2: so it, there's
0: not a great deal of, move, like, of room to move around, so you, ah, you can't be...
2: Really quite stealth wanky.
0: Yeah, yeah stealth wanks. That's ah, probably so it. you know
2: you, you spend your entire life as a as a submariner trying to be as stealth as possible mm. from enemies. They're not direct enemies, are they? Let's go back to the wanking. Yep, yeah, good idea. Uh, <laughs> stick you. to what we know. Stick <laughs> to what we know rather than the masturbation, the erection selection.
1: You're having a bad couple of minutes each other. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> Uh, right
2: Right, so there's no actual system to it that's interesting maybe like a hat on the door or you know but i kick
0: 17 other people out though can you
2: no that's true you're not allowed to get rid of gases are you getting rid of everything else your waste food your shit your piss yeah, so... Your urine, your faeces. How are you getting rid of everything, mate? Where's, where's your toilet doings going? So you,
0: uh, you have a sewage tank, and then you will pump that overboard. So, you mean it's underboard? Outboard. Out, Outboard. Overboard, is it? So where,
2: how would you do that, subtly?
0: You have a sewage pump. You just pick your times to do it, make sure there's no one around, and then do it that way. Uh, as for...
2: Sounds very similar to what we've just been talking about. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: it all comes back to the same thing. Yeah. yeah. As for like rubbish and things like that, you save it all and essentially store it around the submarine to then as soon as you get alongside, which is a bit frustrating at times because you get back and all you want to do is go see your family and then they're like, no, get rid of all the crap from inside the submarine for four hours uh, and chuck it in a load of bins on the jetty. It seems harsh how that much... you
1: have to basically clear your spot.
2: What do you mean, harsh? You've made the mess, you've got to fucking clear it up.
1: OK, we've got the first problem on HMS Vagisil. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kicking off? I just think maybe if you've been away for three months, someone can come in and do the tidying up. That's horse
2: shit. You've, you've made all the mess. If you don't like the rules on HMS Vagisil, you can leave and go and get thrush. And it'll be yes, sir. <laughs> Are you running this? If Joe were the captain, is he called
1: Captain? Captain Marlow? Uh, sir, it usually be. Sir, that's area. right. You heard. You're lucky you wouldn't fit in a torpedo tube. Otherwise, <laughs> 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 you'd be right in there.
2: Um, surely, the, you've, three months away, I think of me sitting on my arse. I'm not suggesting you sit on your ass. I'm thinking of me, well, I, I sit on my ass. not really doing a huge amount of exercise for three months, struggling. Is there, is there a gym or something? Yeah, called? so, do you so keep we have fit? a bit of a,
0: a makeshift gym in the missile compartment where the missiles are stored. There's a bit of extra space there that's technically unused, so we, we, we've got a treadmill, uh, we've got two bikes, two rowing machines, there's a weights bench, there's a squat rack. So you can't get away with it. Yeah, there, there is the opportunity to do so. The problem you've got is that that makes noise, so you can only do it at certain times to make sure that no-one
2: else can hear you. During, like, a firework show or something. <laughs> yeah, we can, yeah, we have loads of those as well. <laughs> like, when you come up for air, or when you come up to land... Do you get like any sickness? Is there anything that because you, you've been underwater the entire time? You're like,
0: I'd say one of the one of the strangest things is when you take in the fresh air, because of the fact that you've been at sea and the the, the place that you, we suck the air from uh, has been underwater for however long. It, it stinks of sea life. It stinks of Does fish. It? So the first thing you you smell is that uh, when you are meant to be getting fresh air is just as waft of fish
2: straight through the submarine oh. it's not it's not ideal really and you don't but, get wrinkly or anything because no, when i mate i mean if i spend like 20 minutes in the bath my feet underwater they're all wrinkly i'm not
0: wet for the entire time on there though
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for clearing that one up <laughs> this this idea of, of what happens when you get back john so you said that you can't be sent any bad news from home is there not then a sense of massive trepidation there can be. Um, and how does it get delivered? Uh,
0: so the, the captain will tell you as you as you arrive alongside. So the day, essentially the day before you arrive alongside. So if something happens at home, your family can send a message to the submarine, the captain will receive it, and then it's up to them when to tell you. And generally it's the day before you arrive back alongside. Oh, no. So basically if the captain says, I want a word, you shit yourself because it's going to be bad news. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... Especially on, on the day before. Yeah. I've been there.
2: All right, so that's... Like if something's happened off the boat, what if something bad, like someone took a turn for the worse, God forbid, died on the boat, during a three-month stint, are you going to have to surface, or do you just store?
0: We can't come in unless another submarine was to to come out. So there is no way of doing that.
2: So if it was day one, you've got to do the whole three months? Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah, essentially. me. Essentially.
0: Is there a morgue? Uh, essentially, no, There is there is no morgue. You would store them somewhere cold, take from that whatever you will, um, to right. make sure that they don't start
2: to smell. When I think of submarines, I think of... <laughs> and or any film with a giant periscope. Is that actually... Is there an actual periscope yeah. on a submarine?
0: Yeah, so there's a, there's a periscope that you, can, that you can look through. So hang on, the
2: point of a periscope is to go above the water, is it? Like a meerkat. Yeah, and just put its head around like that. Surely, in this day and age, you just put like a GoPro up there.
0: <laughs> so they, they've changed.
2: Surely, so you can get a three sixty GoPro.
0: It's essentially what they are now. Oh. So they, instead of being what used to be like refractive mirrors to see out,
2: you, it's now hot electric. So
1: how high can it go? So how much can you see from how deep? What as in how deep are we when when the periscope goes yeah. up? I can't say that. How out. deep?
2: Okay. Oh. Is there any windows on these ships?
0: I knew that was coming, and it seems to be what everyone asks. No.
2: (laughs) There's no windows? Fuck! We're missing a trick. We need to get a window, and you have a room in there, and you can't have any lights on, obviously, because you don't want to get detected. Do
0: you call it the aquarium, if this is where we're we're going with this? Is it it still an aquarium, if you're in the sea, looking out?
2: Oh, good point. There's a question. But we could be doing more research of the deep blue sea if you lot would just put one bloody window at the bottom of your (laughs) ship. I tell you what, HMS Vagisil is going to have one. It's going to be a groundbreaker. I mean, we'll get detected every fucking other day. But... But we'll know more about the deep blue sea.
1: While we try and work out what the viewing platform would look like on HMS Vagisil, shall we have a small break for adverts there, Joe, and come back in a moment.
2: I want to know, you've got all this water and all this pressure going on on the outside of this boat. Has there at any point ever been like a leakage where you've gone, fuck, there's a bit of water
0: in here now? Yeah, there are times at which you may have a leak. You have emergency operating procedures to allow you to deal with anything like that. So fires, floods, things like that, we train for it. So we do firefighting courses, so everyone on board is a trained firefighter. Um, you do damage control courses. Not that it's much use on a submarine because if there's a big flood, probably a bit late by then. But on ships, for example, when if you can flood a whole compartment on a ship and it'll still stay stay afloat. But yeah, so train firefighters, things like that, and you train for for all that sort of stuff.
1: What's the greatest fear of the submariner?
0: Naturally, it's probably not coming back. Um, there are things that that happen on board, or that can happen on board, and we we saw it with San Juan; they lost her. That's always a a fear that you do something and and you're unable to surface afterwards.
2: Forgive me, San Juan.
0: Argentinian um, submarine that had a fire on board, quite a major fire, uh, and they lost the whole crew and they were found on the bottom of the ocean.
2: So every time you're like setting off for that three month. Stretch. there's always that possibility, that bit of fear. Yeah, but
0: we're, we're, we're trained to a position where the likelihood of that happening is is very small. So there are more aeroplanes in the sea than there are submarines in the air.
2: There's more aeroplanes in the sea. I thought it was some sort of riddle. <laughs> <laughs> it was trying to get me.
1: Are there fights? That's the other thing I've wondered, because if you got... How many people on board are there? Uh, So upwards of 130. So you've got 130 people and you put them together in a decent-sized office for three months. They would be some beef.
0: Yeah, and you do get it and people don't get on, but you just have to... It's part of the, the way of being a submariner is you have to just separate yourself from... Whoever's getting on your tits that day, basically.
1: <laughs> if there, what's the procedure if there is quite a serious fight? Is there a jail or a?
0: So there's no jail, but we, we have a coxswain, so they are in charge of discipline on board, uh, and you can be taken to the table, which is essentially a military version of of a small court, where the captain presides over the table and can decide to hand out punishments depending on what crime. It's not crime, but what. Breach of naval law has has occurred. So
2: importantly, is is it held around a table? No, no. Oh, what? There's me. A this, me. this navy lot are really confusing <laughs> me with all these slang HMS terms. HMS
1: Vagisul has a table, does it? For fuck
2: yeah, I, I want to know what the best thing about working on a submarine is. Like, what's the one thing that you go? That's why I fucking love doing it.
0: It's the people you work with. It genuinely is. Everyone's there to do the same thing, and and everyone is there to make sure everyone else comes back. And that's that's the point. It's a big family. The submarine the, the submarine service is a family and we look after each other. That and getting home is quite nice sometimes.
1: How <laughs> Not long? sometimes,
0: take the sometimes out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> your partner's a submariner as well, is she?
0: Uh, yeah, she is, yeah. And
2: did you meet on a, on a
0: boat? Uh, we actually met in Portsmouth just before she joined. Of course she did. Um, she was a civilian at the time and met, we met in a bar through a mutual friend, I will say, um, she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to join as a submariner, marine engineer." I was like, fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, that, do they do they fix it for you so that your tours are going at the same time, so you're off at the same time? They do,
0: um, but it all depends on one submarine will relieve the other. So, I was away on one; she relieved me on patrol. Um, <laughs> <laughs> say that. Say that. God oh, that. <laughs>
2: What did we say earlier about uh, <laughs> you know relationship with colleagues? Ah, Tom, Tom.
0: I sailed on uh, on patrol, and uh, she was the on the
1: relief submarine. Sailing the relief submarine. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time Daisy sailed the relief <laughs> submarine, Joe?
2: a whole sub. Is it, is it necessary for a oh, whole submarine on. for just <laughs> relieving? Ah. <laughs> God, fuck off! I forgot to ask back on the vit D point because I've tried all sorts with my mental health, in and out of fuck knows what as goes on here. And part one of them, I tried with the lack of vit D and the lack of sun, and the season. It's called sad, sads, or seasonal affected disorder. And so I got a sad lamp, and it's not a lamp with a face on it with a upside down smile. Tom, just so you know it's this light that you're meant to think i wonder if that actually affects submariners a lot with i know you get the vit d yeah. top up in terms of supplement but do you, have you heard of these sad lamps before
0: so, so yeah and, so, and some people take them with them submariners mental health is a is, is a big thing and, it, and it's starting to become more recognized that we need to look after people more i'm part of um a group of guys who do something called hms audacious spelled o-a-r audacious so uh, atlantic rowers um so they're doing the of Whiskey Atlantic Challenge. They did it a couple of years ago to raise uh, money and awareness for Submariner's mental health. There's a team going this year. I'm hoping to do it in either 2025 or 2026. So the appreciation of the effect of being away on people's mental health is growing as it is in normal society, I suppose. Uh, and I don't think we truly appreciated what it does to people previously, but we are getting a better grip of it now. And there's much more of a push towards raise, raising awareness. So there's like tools you can have. So you can download an app for your phone Which gives you exercises to do just to make sure that you're keeping on top of your mental health while you're away and stuff. I
2: think that's great that you guys and obviously the Navy are starting to recognise that more. Especially the situation that you guys put yourself in. Where you're away for long periods of time in a high pressure environment. Doing some pretty fucking funky shit. With a fucking nuclear reactor just lying next to your bed. You're like, yeah, this is a great crack. No wonder people are fucking struggling a bit. So I think that's really good that that you guys start to recognise that and get help with it.
1: What, what happens, let's say you're struggling on board. Is there a protocol to go through or someone there you can speak to? Yeah, so
2: we, so we actually,
1: we sail with a doctor.
0: So a doctor will come. They have a level of mental health awareness training. But equally, if someone's having an issue, what we always say is just speak to your speak to your mates. Like mm. that's the first first point of call. If it's getting to a point where you need to speak to someone professionally, then you speak to the doctor generally, and they will be able to help you out in any way that they
2: can. Would you do it? Go on a submarine? Yeah. Not a chance. Not a fucking chance in hell. So I've got so much respect for you and the others that can do that. But mate, I struggle in the open air. In in the world, let alone a fucking miniature world, squeezed into a hundred and fifty meter metal can that you can't even look out a window at. Fuck! Can you look? Look how fucking bonkers I am in the normal world. <laughs> can you imagine them trying to put up with me on on a submarine? Oh, oh no!
0: So my captain actually is a big rugby fan, so has invited you guys to come down if you ever. Oh want to
2: yeah, come. we do. Ah! <laughs> yeah, why don't we do a special we'll episode? Do that. Of the show from a fucking submarine. Would <laughs> you not like a tour though? See what it's like. give you a tour. Can you leave one of the doors open or something? Yeah, of course. Like leave yeah. the top. How'd you get. Hang on. Why haven't we all asked this? How'd you get in and out? Ladder from the top. So Is there just one?
0: There's a set of hatches that you can go down um, and you just climb up and down. It's a vertical ladder. It's a feral way as well. You don't want to fall down it.
1: How many steps? Can't uh... <laughs> I
0: can't say. Really I'm, I'm
1: out of my depth. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: great, great pun.
2: Leave. <laughs> <laughs> I make the shit jokes here. That is that is so bad. That is a bad bad joke. Didn't even think about that. I just presumed it was like the Titanic where they've got that big bridge that that door that comes down and then you just wander on but you don't you have to fucking no, climb
0: climb down a ladder. Probably 30 rungs something like that.
2: Oof. Why did he say runs at the end? No rungs. What's a rung? The step of a ladder. That's not naval it's slang. Just a word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, get a dictionary for me? <laughs> Can we get a dictionary in here for me? That's fine.
1: Yeah, shall we go see a submarine one? Yeah. I mean, Steak Saturdays sound right up your street.
2: I ain't going under. No, they don't have those days during, on, on, the, on the land. Yeah, you do. You what? Do,
0: so when a submarine's alongside, it has what we call a duty watch. So it, it has a, a number of people on board to make sure the submarine's safe.
2: Does it ever alongside. need cleaning yeah. on the outside? Yeah. <gasps> how... how... You've just got to scrub it.
0: Uh, you get divers in to, to come and essentially scrub the hull. Because you get like barnacles and stuff that build up on it, especially over <laughs> oh. uh, over a long period of time.
2: Barnacle. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any more questions, John? Or are you dissolving into a mess? I think we've covered a fair whack. Yeah. Um, I'll finish it. Shall I finish? Yes. Shall I finish him off? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for you, John, your stint on board HMS Vagisil has come to an end, which you look actually ecstatic about <laughs> because you're going to go back home, you're going to rip the head off of it, in the head, in the johnny, in the, jo- in the john, and you're going to go to the kitchen and eat your scran. Imagine just living off of that diet. Oh. Sultanas, crisps, what is it, sultanas? No, There's no
1: crisps. Your brain won't say it be I crisps. want crisps. Hey, currants.
2: I, I fucking want crisps. Oh, currants. No, I'm not, There's I
1: mean, no need for both raisins and currants, is there? That's like, the, the same other. thing.
2: Well, exactly. What's the difference? Fuck knows. I'm trying to say goodbye to John on <laughs> the fucking nature miss vagus. That's
1: not actually what we
0: just. What the only thing we eat.
2: You, only, so you don't eat you, sultanas, currants, just...
0: raisins, and nuts.
2: That's oh, fucking hell. I was really worried the entire time. <laughs> Even though you mentioned the different days that you had like fish thing, I thought you just had like fish flavored sultanas <laughs> or fish flavored nuts. <laughs> <That> sounds right. <laughs> <rank>. So glad. <laughs> I'm so relieved. John, thank you so much for coming on, mate. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Much appreciated. On Joel Marler's show. I really enjoyed that guest, Tom. But. The whole way through, I was tempted, like even when he was talking, to just go... Bing! Bing! <laughs> Bing! 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 Is that... No, that's wrong. That's definitely wrong. That's like a rocket, isn't it?
1: I mean, it's something that's approached on the sonar very, very quickly there. I think we'd probably be hit by a missile or a very, very fast whale, perhaps, if that would happen.
2: A beluga a لا- whale. You know, did you know that uh, the whale, the, the Bellagio Hotel in Las Vegas mm-hmm. is named after the beluga whale that they found in Rio de Janeiro, and uh, Al, Al Pacino said that is what that hotel should be called, so they called it the Bellagio because of the beluga from Rio, And that's what they based um, Oceans 13 on. Did you
1: know that? It's a great fact, Joe, and makes it quite difficult for me to say the next bit because it's such unbelievable bullshit that for me to now ask people to support the show by subscribing on Apple Spotify or Patreon is very unlikely. If you would like to, despite that shambolic finish to the show, search for Joe Marla Show for a single pound a week. You will get bonus content better than the bit you've just heard. Add free episodes and you'll be growing the show at the same time. Okay, okay, I'll try and rescue it with a better
2: ending. Um, if you want to come along to our first live show on September the 27th, click on the link in the episode description and we can assure you that it won't be as bad as that ending. It will actually be the greatest night of your life. Why did I come... Oh, I went missed Mr. One Million, and it will be the greatest night of your life, and it will not cost you one million dollars.
1: And if you would like another podcast to listen to, in the meantime, let Joe and I recommend We Didn't Start the Fire. Now, this is a history podcast, but unlike any other history podcast you've ever heard, because it is based on the Billy Joel number one hit. All the people, places, and events that shaped our world It's a lot of fun. Dive in. We didn't start the fire.
2: Who have we got on on our next episode, please? Tomas.
1: Joe, we have a video game designer.
2: Oh, looking forward to that one. Goodbye.
1: Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.